Bill S. Preston Esquire and Ted Theodore Logan. Gentlemen, I'm here to help you with your history report. What? How? Bill, what? Strange things are afoot at the Circle K. I'm Bill S. Preston, Esquire! And I'm Ted... And I'm Ted Theodore Logan! Yeah! Welcome to Bill and Ted Minutes, the tri-weekly podcast where we... Whoa, 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 start that over. I don't know what the hell that try was. Go get it. I say tri-weekly all the time. Yeah, but no, no, no. Your you try, it was a bad try. <laughs> this week's try... Yeah, yeah, it was not good. Uh-huh. Well, this is all standing. Where we party on through the most triumphant film, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, uh, minute by minute. I gotta add that in here. I'm Joe, your host, John S. Brig Esquire. And I am Rocky Theodore Logan. And with you, as always, is the royal ugly... Dude. All right, so we're talking about Minute 14 of Bill and Ted Excellent Adventure, the movie, the motion picture film from 1980-something, nine? Nine. Dude count. You catch any dudes this minute? I got yeah, some dudes. There's some dudes this minute. We call it two dudes. Ding dong. You got it. Yeah, I love one ding each, dongs. One each from the future BNTs. Future BNTs, both of them say dude. What do they say at the same time? I forget. No, 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 no. You're no, most of the yeah. All right, they both say independent dudes from each other. So we're up to twelve. Uh, two minute. We're twelve dudes. Four minute. Fourteen minutes. Actually, fifteen minutes. We did a minute zero episode. See why we need to not do that. Um, this minute begins with Rufus naming the heroes and ends with uh, Bill and Ted talking in circles to each other. We us and they us and who us. Um. So boom. Let's let's. There's an elephant in the room, guys. I don't want to speak for him, but Rocky Theodore Logan says this is the best minute we've hit so far. Oh, it is. This is where Bill and Ted becomes Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. It doesn't take long unless you're doing a podcast about this because we're only 15 minutes into the movie. And all all of a sudden, all bets are off. It's a new type of movie. It's fun. The time adventure rules that you may have known in the past are blown out the window. You get Bill and Ted. You get happy Bill and Ted. It's everything. It's the best minute. You get the best line of the movie, I feel, in this entire Best line fun. to date, for sure. We'll keep an eye out for the best. I think, I'm going to say it's the best line of the movie. It's the, it, I'll say this. I foreshadowed, foreshadowed, foreshadowed this earlier. It's the line from the movie that my dad remembers. Yes. Strange things are afoot foot at, at the, the circle, circle K. K. It's my the best line of the line. movie. It's it's Shakespearean. It's like it's everything you wanted to like you wouldn't expect from it. It's fun. It's delivered perfectly by Ted, aka Keanu. So the Circle K was around with Shakespeare? <laughs> no, they weren't, but that line is essentially kinda of come like I, I I Well when you hear a foot, what do you think of? Yeah, I, I think, think old English. Feet. You know, I'm thinking, I'm thinking old English. I think of one man. Who? I think of one man. What man? Sherlock Holmes. Okay, so the game is afoot. The game is afoot. You're that probably is a Sherlock right. Holmes lines. So, yeah, and anybody who references it, who says the game is afoot, is referencing Sherlock Holmes. Boyd Crowder from Justified says the game is afoot. Yeah, he does, and it's a reference to Sherlock Holmes. 
The Benedict Cumberbatch says against the, the foot. foot. Definitely. So all right. So maybe it's not Sherlockian, but it is Holmesian. It is British. He meant Shakespearean. It's mm. definitely a Sherlock Holmes thing. What about MacArthur yeah. Parker? Does MacArthur Parker say it? Uh, you lost the, the recipe to that, and you'll never have that recipe again. MacArthur Park. What are you talking about? MacArthur <laughs> Park. The worst song ever written. MacArthur Park. General MacArthur. Came MacArthur back to Parker, the Asian. The Asian. Agent. The Asian. Who the hell are you talking about? Who's MacArthur Parker? MacArthur Park is lonely, blah, blah, blah. I'll left my cake out in the rain, and I'll never have that recipe again. That song? No. That's MacArthur Park. It's Look. an eight-minute... You ever heard that song? I've heard... No, no. You guys want to stop and play it real quick? I can play the song for you. No. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Do it. It's considered the worst song ever written by a lot of people. I'm talking about Troy McClure's Asian. Troy, my man. It's MacArthur Parker. MacArthur Parker, the agent? MacArthur Parker, my agent? <laughs> Just checking in, my friend. So how's my favorite client? We haven't spoken in eight years. Yes. So I saw the papers today, Troy. Looking good. That wholesome stuff really helps when I'm trying to find your work. You haven't found me work in 12 years. <laughs> How are you? Uh, Jerry Judy is work. I don't know who you're talking about. Who's Charlie McClure? Troy oh, McClure. Oh, is he from Arthur Parker? Yes. Really? In a fish called Selma? That yes. Episode? <laughs> oh, by the way. Oh, my agent? Sure. <laughs> the agent? My agent? Arthur Parker, the agent? MacArthur Parker, my agent? Yes. <laughs> I haven't heard the... Oh, now... I, oh, wow. Way for blowing that one out. That's a great no. pickup. <laughs> Speaking of a fish called Selma, I have a t-shirt. From every eight by C, from chimpanzee to chimpanzee. I've yeah. never worn it, but I have it. I might frame it. Uh, it's it is one of the greatest scenes in all of Simpsons. One of the greatest scenes Planet in all of television. Games, the, I mean, again, it's good. We're not doing a Simpsons one, but again, that's that's an all time moment. No, right the Simpsons are always relevant. <laughs> <laughs> Parker, the agent. MacArthur Parker, my agent. That's a great pool. I love it. <laughs> I can't believe I did it, but it's Jeff Goldblum. Really get smart. I'm like, what is no, it's Jeff Goldblum, for... who's not in this movie. But... Oh, it's Jeff Goldblum, really? Okay, yeah, it makes sense. Okay, yeah. Yeah, okay, perfect. <laughs> you ever hear the Jeff Goldblum reading the steamed hams bit? Uh, Superintendent, I, I hope you're ready for mouth-watering hamburgers. I thought we were having steamed clams. No, I said steamed hams. That's what I call hamburgers. You call hamburgers steamed hams? Yes, it's, it's a regional dialect. Uh-huh. Uh, what region? Um, upstate New York. Really? Well, I'm from Utica, and I've never heard anyone use the phrase steamed hams. Oh, no, not in Utica. It's, uh, it's an Albany expression. I see. He reads, he does a dramatic reading of the steamed hams bit. <laughs> and it's, he doesn't even know what it is. Somebody just hands it to him and he reads steamed hams. He reads both sides. He reads both sides. He reads both sides <laughs> of steamed hams. Is he from music. Utica or Albany? Yeah. <laughs> it, it's a Utica expression. Right? <laughs> <laughs> he reads both sides. I think they pulled it from YouTube. But you know, but Jeff Goldblum's actually from Pittsburgh, so I know that. Is he? Yeah. I didn't know that. Is he Ganser? Who knew? Um, yeah. He made he, that movie. I think it was called Pittsburgh. Um, Oh, the Kieran Culkin movie? Is that one? I think he might be in that movie. He's but, in that movie. Yeah. He's in Irby Goes Down. Igby. Igby Goes Down. Irby's a... Igby Goes Down is a great Irby movie. something else. If we're going to get all the Igby Goes Down, I would do that podcast too because I love Igby Goes Down. That'd be a rough minute by minute. I'm sure it's a, it's an art movie, so it's a lot of slow... It's right like on my alley. and stuff. It's a great movie. 
I'm a, I'm a Kieran Culkin guy, man. He's in Fargo. He's great in Fargo. Yeah, Kieran right. is much better than Macaulay. Macaulay's back. He's back. He's on the scene again. With what is Amazon commercial? The Amazon commercial, and then like he's got like something going on, something else. But he's back. He's good. Don't worry. Whatever. About Kieran's better, and it's also hot. Who is it? Amanda Peet. She's hot in that movie. Not quite mannish yet. And show her boobs. I think she does show her boobs because she's having sex with Jeff Goldblum. Good for her. We all and Claire her. Danes, who was horrible on everything. Uh, she ruined Homeland for me. Just the emotions. I can't take it. I can't take the emotions in that show. The only thing I ever liked Claire Danes is is she really kind of yeah. She introduced me to Shakespeare, and that Shakespeare. was a good and that was a good introduction to Shakespeare. I hear you. Man. All right, so. Alright, this minute... Uh, Again, I think it's the best minute to date of the movie. The movie starts. It's good, man. We're only 15 minutes in, but yeah, we get now the phone booth coming, the time Rufus and our heroes meeting, and our heroes meeting each other, which is unpressed. Yeah, it's, it's not done. Has it ever been done? Back to the Future 2 doesn't come out yet. This beats Back to the Future to the box. But in all... And I, I don't know. I'm going through. I love time travel as a precedent in movies or as a, as a, as a tool to be done in movies or TV shows. But the single rule of all those always seems to be you can never meet yourself. You can't have yourself. Time cop, you touch yourself, the board yeah, universe the, ends. Or right. Same deal when you're dealing with the back. Should I yeah. touch myself? <laughs> That's the rule of time travel. Exactly. You can't meet... Same your... matter, I can't occupy the same space. That's right, what right. Silver said. Yeah. Oh, Have you ever seen um, Pi? Yes. Well, that's what makes that's this... Time, no, you were talking about Primer. Primer. That's oh, what yeah. makes this minute tantalizing. Yeah. but And Primer, the same... like Which is a great indie movie. But that, that rule is the, is the essential rule, even in The Simpsons. When they do time travel, you can't meet yourself and you don't disturb... Previous time. That's like the basic tenet. This is the only for. This is the biggest break from Back to the Future or anything. Is you can meet yourself. These rules don't apply. It's a yeah, fun. Back to the Future. He's like uh, avoiding himself. Self, right? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. and then we we've been we've been saying how they've been biting from Back to the Future at the start, and it was a Back to the Future. But now it's like all rules are off. Time travel is time travel. Meet yourself. Don't meet yourself. Do what you want. We're dealing with a fun movie. It's almost like predestination. Like, like Rufus knows this is going to happen, right? Right. Yeah, he always does because he walks back to them and says, "Hey guys, how's it going?" Because remember, well, we can't remember because we're not back, quite he's that not point. Surprised. Right, because he leaves them. So is this the first time Rufus has ever done this? No, it can't be. Because uh, he, he knows exactly they're going to show show up, up uh, and he can't be with them at that point. He's definitely standing aside, letting them do all. Well, the they're right. He's back to the ground because he's already left. This Bill and Ted, he's left them. Remember? Yes. Or do you know? Wait, what? what? No, you can't remember. Wait, yet. What, what are you talking about? He's not with them anymore. Well, he's not with who? Bill and Ted. Whom? He's not with, what do you mean he's not with Bill and Ted? Don't Bill and Ted get left to their... Doesn't Rufus kind of leave Bill and Ted in the middle of this journey? Never. He's So where's the other Rufus? All right, well, there's only... Right there. right, so Rufus, this is the first time he's shown up. He just left the future. He lands here. But he's not with the Bill and Ted from the future. He's well. He's met them already from the uh, future of like twelve hours ahead. All right, the future us is we'll call them future BC. Okay. We us is a great word. I love we us. 
We'll get I love Weos, and they use it in the next movie, Robot Uses and We yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like You don't get better than We Us. Yeah, it's yeah. a great... We it, Us, definitely invented by I uh, gain, Ed Solomon and Chris uh, Matheson. This is a great scene for two reasons. Strange things are afoot at the Circle K, and We Us. I could use We Us. Like, we Us is great. <laughs> I can't think about the time I'd ever use it, but if I ever time travel through time, I'm going to use We Us. I, I could think of a time I could Both use Doctor it. Both Doctor Who, I'd definitely work on We Us. And now. I will certainly work We Us into many uh, an email and text message I have throughout the year because We Us is great. All right, so, all right, so here's a paradox in the movie. Rufus never introduces himself to Bill and Ted as Rufus. It's in, uh, so he doesn't. He never says. I'm but a don't Rufus. Bill and Ted introduce them? Don't introduce Rufus to the Bill and Ted? That's next minute. But yes. So where did Bill and Ted learn his name? From Bill and Ted. How's that? Never. Uh, like how's that work? It's a paradox. Well, again, if we want to get into time travel theory, which we could, if we want to. Well, God forbid. I mean, <laughs> we this, movie, this, this movie has nothing to do with time. Travel. Like, there is a lot to delve into when we get to time travel. Time travel theory. Well, I mean, clearly, Bill and Ted from the future are there to calm Bill and Ted from the present. Exactly. What, what we're dealing with there is also nothing that could ever actually... In theory, what happens in time travel? The time travel that Einstein and people talk about is not quite this time travel. As far as I can understand it, and I can't understand shit. Because when you get into the theory of relativity and the theory of time and bands wrapping around each other i don't i'm literally too simple to understand it all it's never made it doesn't there's no no theory of time travel that makes any sense well there's two one you go back you can't change anything no matter how hard you try you can never change it because you were either the cause of it like lost you were the cause i love lost you were the cause of the the the, the, the timeline that you right. live in like even if you try to change it like jack did you were the reason it that the disaster happened to begin with, or that's one theory. Like you, no matter how, it's a time machine version. Well, you need a time right? one. You always need some type of time machine. Yeah, but if you go back, you need a machine. Yeah. Or the other theory is, and what is theoretically kind of posed as time travel is, you travel at the speed of light. Everybody else is traveling normally. So while you're gone for what is perceived to be five years in your time. It's been 10 years. But that's how to travel into the future. How do you travel into the past? You, now we're there's talking no, about there is, flight of the navigator. Yeah, right. Listen, this is I love time travel theories. I suppose what exposition. But I can see how you can see back in the past if you travel first. Unless, unless you then you then get into Einstein and these bands and these... Wormholes. And like, like, all of which makes no sense to like any sane person. Besides these physicists. Yeah, well, quantum physics doesn't even make sense, so yeah. No, yeah, no quantum physics makes sense to any normal person. You have to be a mind that's what? Looking... Yeah, Stephen Hawking I mean, some, yeah. but You have to be an, ounce, an extraordinary mind. Explain quantum physics. Uh, okay. So, well, there's the electrons, right, Scotty? Uh, our royal dude, and they can't be in the same place at the same time in the same second, and then, then blah, 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 blah. And then it all works out. Yeah. That's how it goes, man. And then we get pudding. You know what I mean? That's how it works. And then we get Bill uh, no, and Ted no, no. together. No, well, what you get is, yeah. is Einstein... Bill and Ted. Well, you got to deal with was Albert Einstein and people that now refute Einstein. Einstein says time is an illusion, right? This is not... All of time is not real. It's an illusion. That is the theory of Einstein. 
I think we're going to have to fact check this. Please email us at billandted at gmail.com. <laughs> Go look up the general relativity. This is what Einstein proposes. It so, doesn't say time is illusion, it says relative. Well, it's an illusion in that all of time is all of happening at one point. It's all an illusion. Everything that has ever happened is all happening now. That's in the theory of relativity? According to this page. All right, that website is... Uh, no, but it is in the theory. The, the theory of relativity, I'll get to that if you want to get to it. I get the two mixed up. With the theory of relativity is which one? This isn't E equals MC squared. No, but there's one like uh, uh, gravity bends space. That's this general theory right here. Right. And then you get into these bands. And if you were to go fast enough at the speed of light, which is what all scientists can say. If you were going at the speed of light, if I was at the speed of light and you were at normal time, your 10 years would be my 5 years or so. Yeah, so, that's right, legit. And that's that, measurable. Well, right. right that's, measure, well, that's measurable. But what he gets into is that there's these bands and that all these bands, like this is where shit gets, I, I can't, I'm, I can't understand it and I can't imagine it to be possible. The bands like Van Halen? No, no, no. Bands of time. Kind of like, we'll bands see. Bands like Iron Maiden? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, exactly. All right. Yeah. We're going to have to move on from this one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, there's a Wikipedia page about this, folks. If you're interested, I think you go there. All right, but if you're interested in time travel, visit www.backtothefuture.com. LemonTeaParty.com. <laughs> yes. No, Lemon Party. It's just Lemon Party? Yes, just Lemon Party. Oh, I have no idea. They will take you right back. They will bring you back to the past. Um, What's it called? Yeah, the absolute confusion of Ted's face. Super cute. He's very confused. And there's the future us is very, he's such a, like a little puppy dog, man. Look at him, guy. They're super excited. Look at the fucking confusion. Like, you can tell Keanu's a better actor. Oh, God, yes. Yeah, let's look at his face. Speak I, for yourself. I mean, come on now. If you had to wait till this part of the movie to realize that, like, Keanu's going to be the star. Well, I mean, all right. Move, there's a difference between movie star and actor. And I don't think, I don't think Alex Wood is a bad actor. He just doesn't look like a movie star. Keanu's a movie star. Like, that's it. All right. Yeah. Because I, I can give a fuck a about Broadway. I give a fuck about Broadway. Keanu's a movie star. Yeah. Like, Alex Wood <laughs> might be able to do Shakespeare. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He'll do Shakespeare in the park. He'll do my Macbeth. He'll do my fucking other whatever. Uh, whatever danger is afoot from your fucking asshole of... Uh, I don't even like that guy that does... Uh, Who? Shakespeare? No, what? not Shakespeare. Sherlock Holmes. Oh, Benedict Cumberbatch? No, like- I like his Holmes. I like his version, but I don't like the the writer. I don't know who the writer is on the show. You don't know who writes Sherlock Holmes? Sony Famous or something? Yeah, the original writer of Sherlock. He was a, oh, Arthur Conan Doyle. Yeah, he was a total asshole spiritualist <laughs> who was he he basically killed Houdini. All right, well we're gonna have to read about that some other time. Uh, tell me that story. You got it? Or- Oh, I got Killed it. Houdini when he tied him up and... Like, well, him and Houdini were friends, but, like, Houdini... Are they even contemporaries? I thought Houdini was, like, the 30s, North Carolina was, like, 1880s. Oh, no, no, no. Pull it up. Like, stop. We'll, we'll talk about it later. Yeah, we'll bring that up in another time. That's gonna come up, for sure. Um, so, there's a great no way from Ted. Look, and again... For set up for a yes way, which is great. I love I'm it. upset, because I've been distracted from the best minute of this movie so far. It is everything, when you're a kid and you watch this, 
This is what you want to see. Absolutely. You've seen Back to the Future. You can't meet each other. These people meet each other. They play the guitar. They're fun. you got strange things are afoot. you get got to know what. This is, oh my God, we're only 15 minutes into this movie. And it's every other stupid time travel adventure. It's different. It's fun. It's now. Yeah, I would say as you're watching this movie, this is the minute where your buy-in happens. Yeah. It, that, it, all right, I'm seeing this movie, movie through. Yeah, exactly. I'm not stopping. I want to see what happens because obviously an excellent adventure is afoot. Exactly. They literally say, uh, Ted says, you are about to go you on one of those excellent, excellent adventure. It's almost yes. a, t- a titular line. Like, yeah, it, it, it is. Never, there's never going to be a titular line in this because you're never going to say Bill and Ted's excellent, excellent adventure. But it's right there. They got the shirts and you're like, holy shit, they're talking to each other. They're playing. They're like, and you like them. You like, again, they're adorably naive. For whatever reason, you like both of them. And you love Rufus. Oh, well, you love Rufus. Yeah, yes. you do love them. We have, we have pictures of that that our, our, our listeners have emailed us. All right, so I got a fun fact about this, uh, this minute. I thought it was going to be a story. I'm still waiting to see this big some, paradox. The, the paradox is Rufus never introduces himself. May, may I offer one piece of... They introduced... They're like, he's Rufus, though. Like, but how did they know his name? Rufy? Who well, they go him? on adventures with him. Maybe that's what the Never little thing on his coat is. Really? Name says, tag. His name tag says Rufus? Yeah. They never. They only learn his name from future us's. Oh, wait. So, so is, he, is he like really Rufus? Or is he like Archangel Gabriel or Michael? In the second movie, they call him Rufus. And he answers that name later in this movie, too. Uh, we already talked about the Catholic religions of Rufus. So we so, go back there. So here's here, to me, is a big... Dick. Laps. Oh, I love Big Dick. But here's a big lapse in the storyline. If I you look at the, that. if you look at the phone booth on which Rufus arrives, and you look at the phone booth on which Bill and Ted in the future arrive, one has a weather antenna, the other does not. Then they break. Oh shit! Look at that one. Does it not have Rufus? The one Rufus arrives in, which is the thing, same booth they have later. Correct. No, no, no. He drops them another booth later. He says he takes a booth and then drops them another booth. But yeah, either way, Rufus has had an uh, antenna earlier in mm-hmm. the movie. But his antenna does pop up. His no, oh, does it? Ooh, tell me mm-hmm. more. When when does my antenna popping up right now? Um, oh, but we see his, his the booth Rufus uses is hey now is the penis we saw falling from the sky in the earlier in the movie, and yes. that has an antenna on it. Oh, so his yeah. should have an antenna. No, no. And oh, the one God. he leaves in has an antenna. Is it flaccid right now? No, it's flaccid now. It gets... Oh, it so the antenna. antenna will become erect. Yes, it will. In the next minute. Oh, my. Which we should might wait for. Uh, so, yeah, we can see a couple people in the booth when they drop in. We don't know who they are. Um, I think then... I think we do know who they we are. We can see Beethoven in there. But we don't know who they are. No, well, we, we literally cannot see anyone except Beethoven. For like a split second at the end. I mean, we kind of know who they are. Well, I mean, Socrates and Billy the Kid are definitely in there. But, I mean, how do they all fit? That's a great question for later. It's a phone booth. Have you ever seen a phone booth challenge from the 60s when people were weird? Uh, The next minute, I think you can see Beethoven a little bit. Not this minute. 
So here's the challenge. Why don't we get in the phone booth together and do a podcast from there? Uh, find a phone booth. Yeah. Besides, if this kid who had sex in his house had sex in the Bill and Zed phone booth. So. You want to find a phone booth? You think we can Google where a phone booth near me is? Uh, and that's the end of this episode. We'll see you next time. Uh, be excellent to each other. <laughs> and party on, dudes. <laughs>